Brian and Matt, you ought to check your pronunciations. How do you pronounce S-Z-A? SZA leads the pack with nine nominations. That news anchor got the singer's name right, but she may be the exception. SZA's among Babel's most mispronounced words of 2023. Another? Please welcome Killian Murphy. The star of Oppenheimer and, yes, Stephen Colbert was correct. Others we got wrong, the name of a sacred slab of sandstone used in King Charles' coronation. It's not Stone of Scone, it's Stown of Scone. Also tripping us up, Vivek Ramaswamy, not Vivek, and Mexico's volcano, Popocatepetl. Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News. I wouldn't even attempt the last one. Popocatepetl? Yeah, no, I can't. The hardest one I try to get right is Arunan Arulampalam. Arunan Arulampalam. Arulampalam, but I've been practicing. Hopefully You're gonna have you. a lot of practice coming up. I, I, I know, I know. Thanks, Morgan. It's it's holiday season. Obviously, the folks at Johnson Bernetti are always uh, super involved in the community and giving back. And we'll see them at the holiday store, I believe, as well. And they have their veterans' holiday lunch. And we want to talk about it with Heath Grossman, partner with Johnson Bernetti. Heath, how are you? Doing great, Brian. I'm glad to be back on. Yeah, we are we gonna see you tonight. You came to the holiday store last year, I think, right? Yeah, probably. Yeah. I think I'll probably be there. Yeah. Um, I hope the family's well. Uh, I do. I will ask you a little business question or two uh, at the back end here. But the you, for the eighth year, you're doing the Veterans Holiday Lunch at the Manchester Elks. Just give us some details on, on what it is and why you do it. Yeah, we're going to have that today, this afternoon at the uh, Manchester Elks. It's our uh, Holiday Veterans Luncheon. Uh, this year there's a theme of uh, Together We Change the World. We've been actually, we've been doing this, it uh, goes back to 2016. Uh, and so there's going to be a whole bunch of people there. We're going to be serving a meal to the veterans. There's going to be some gifts that they're going to uh, take away. And, uh, you know, this is one of our favorite events to do. I mean, as you know, we do a lot of different events. You know, events for, for veterans is something that is, is very special to us and, and near and dear to our hearts. And it's, it's not difficult to uh, get some of our staff uh, to go to this uh, event. We're going to have about eight staff there to help prepare, serve, uh, clean up. So it's, uh, it's going to be a good event, and I'm uh, looking forward to it. How do you go about, you know, I mean, our vets are all over the place, right? I mean, how do you find out who you want to, like, who can come, and is it – you know, the older vets or are you incorporating younger vets as well? Like, how does how does that work? Well, I mean, it's in concert with the Manchester Elks and they're kind of in tune with that uh, community. And, you know, a lot of folks that come there, are, you, you know, usually going to be some older vets, maybe, you know, some guys that can need that hot meal uh, and some of those extra gifts and everything. So, uh, you know, we're, we're, we're pretty excited. There's actually going to be a gentleman there uh, who turned 100 years old uh, yesterday. Wow. Uh, a gentleman by the name of Thad Hasbro. And uh, he enlisted in the Marine Corps uh, right after Pearl Harbor and uh, had a long career in the in Marine Corps and had a, a long career at uh, Hamilton Standard locally. And, uh, and he's going to be there. Turned 100 uh, years old yesterday. So that's going to be exciting. I'm kind of looking forward to, to meeting him and, and maybe chatting a little bit. Yeah, we obviously there aren't many World War II veterans left, uh, you know, unfortunately. So that's that's super special. Is it something that's open to the public or you do it as a fundraiser or is it just to honor the vets and 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 that's that's that? Yeah, it's kind of the, to honor the vets. Um, you know, they can come and, and get a warm meal and, and some other gifts. And, um, you know, it's kind of open to other people to, to help out, too, if they want to help serve uh, some meals to the vets. And it's. 
you know, we're, we're happy also that this has continued in person, you know, through the pandemic, because there was a period of time there where we, you know, because of the pandemic, we were not doing it in, in person. So, you know, we're really glad that this has, you know, gone back to, you know, being able to do this in, in person. We're talking with Heath Grossman, partner at Johnson Brunetti here on Bryan & Company in Manchester at the Elks. The eighth Veterans Holiday Lunch is today, which is awesome. I, you know, listen, in terms of business, uh, you know, what are people – you know, you know the trends and so on. What are what are people coming to you guys for more than other things right now? I mean, because we work specifically with people that are retired or or leading up to retirement, it's really that it's retirement planning. And you know, a lot of times it's folks that are maybe you know getting close to to retirement, and you know, so kind of seeing that light at the end of the tunnel. Like it's kind of interesting when you're younger. You know, it's really easy as long as you have that savers mentality to just kind of plow money into your 401k. And then, you you know, you, you know, you get to maybe 55, 60 years old, retirement gets closer and you start to think to yourself like, wow, you know, now what do I do? How do I how do I make sure I'm protecting this money and doing the right thing and I'm going to have enough income coming in for the rest of my life? It's like, you know, stakes sort of get bigger at, at that point. So, you know, we're seeing a lot of people that are getting close to retirement and want to make sure that they're putting a plan together and they're right. they're treating their nest egg properly. And, you know, that's a lot of the people that we're, we're interfacing with and talking with. Are you noticing, I'm just curious, because I think my it's more for my generation than maybe the generation retiring right now, but that fewer have pensions and there's more de- oh, yeah. dependence on social security. I mean, cause I, I tend to feel like everybody's underfunded in their 401ks. Well, yeah, I mean, we, we, you know, we definitely speak with a lot of good savers, which is, which is great. Um, but you're right. I mean, pensions are fewer and far between. There's not many companies that offer pensions now, Yeah, but we're still, we're still seeing, you know, people that maybe have pensions from, you know, jobs that they had years ago, but you know, as time goes on, it's getting less and less. And so there's more dependence upon Social Security, right? And that's another topic. Is Social Security going to be there long term? And then, of course, more dependence on, you know, your own nest egg that that you save up. So, again, that's, you know, goes back to that. And now, you know, you got to make sure that you're treating that nest egg right and properly and making sure that it's there because it's going to be maybe the primary engine to fund your lifestyle for the rest of your life. Yeah. And of course, then you get to the point where you got, you're forced to, to withdraw and you got to be smart about that too. Uh, Heath, listen, I uh, hope today goes great at the Manchester Elks. Again, the eighth veterans holiday lunch to honor our vets. And I, I hope you get to meet uh, our, our century Mark uh, World War II vet and maybe we'll see you down the holiday store. Absolutely. I'm uh, looking forward to it. Uh, thanks uh, again for having me on. All right. Heath Grossman from Johnson Brunetti, of course, a great sponsor here at WTIC News Talk 1080. And Brian and Matt, the Postal Service is trying to get word out now to the public about deadlines for holiday packages and greeting cards. Spokeswoman Amy Gibbs outlines when those items should be sent out through the USPS so they get there before Christmas Day, December 25th. We have USPS Ground Advantage. That's December 16th. If you're sending those greeting cards, that's first-class mail, December 16 as well. December 18, you're going to hit the priority mail deadline. And then if you're a little edging into the last-minute zone, by December 20th, you're going to want to send it priority mail express. Gibbs says that the Postal Service is waiving all holiday surcharges for shipping except for overnight delivery. Gibbs adds that you should make sure your items are packed securely and that you clearly print names and addresses on both outside and inside packages. My handwriting, my goodness. <laughs> I don't know how things get where they're supposed to go. We, uh, yeah, we have labels now. 
I man, how many how many of the envelopes did I lick yesterday? It must have been seventy five. Yeah, there's a whole stack yeah, of them. I had a stack of them. We, they're out. They're out the door. They are, I am done. I did mine a week before Thanksgiving. Get I out. had them in the mail. Yeah, that's incredible. It's impressive. It's also impressive that you're, you know, a single person in their twenties doing. Like, I would never send out holiday cards. I razzed him so bad. It's all about day. me. It's got a nice. Probably has a nice photo of him standing with a good. There's like on there's him. like a mansion in the background <laughs> of wherever he took and this then photo. On the back, there's a picture of him getting arrested for trespassing. I, I literally. I, that's exactly what I said to him too. I was like, I was like, is this taken right before they tased you and told you to get the hell off the lawn? <laughs> that's funny. Uh, I have my sources. <laughs> Thanks, Morgan. Broadcasting from the Johnson Brunetti Studios, this is Brian and Company on WTIC News Talk 1080. I talked earlier about my good friend, old friend Josh Mora, and his new podcast called The Back Nine Podcast, and I talked about what it means, and uh, I I wanted to bring him in for a few minutes to talk about it. We're a little tight on time, so we'll get right to it. Sugar Josh, good morning, buddy. <laughs> hey, Shaq, how are you, buddy? I'm good. Nice I, to hear your voice. I told good. the story about you know us doing some pregame analysis on the VHS videotapes before our college hockey games and how it launched two illustrious broadcast careers and how you've transitioned you know, a few several years ago into – would you call yourself like a, an education executive? Like what, what, how would you characterize yeah, that? Yeah, I, I, do, I do all of the strategic partnerships at a university uh, here in Orlando called Full Sail University. Um, so all the all the naming rights on our buildings and the and the sponsored labs that we do with big companies like like Dell and uh, Advent Health and Orlando Health and Echelon Fitness and others. So yeah, exactly right. And Dan Patrick, who does his show here yeah, in Connecticut, Patrick, of course. Yeah, yeah, he has his school of broadcasting. All right, so the podcast and it it launched yeah. what la- last week or this week? Officially dropped Tuesday. So there's one episode plus our intro trailer there. Uh, and you mentioned it's called the back nine, and it is the golf metaphor, right? We are at this, sadly, Shaq, we are on the back nine of life, the second half of life. But also happily, we're on the back nine of life, right? And the, the whole idea is that when we get to this, this second half, we, when you're playing golf, right, the front nine's gone, right? You have the chance to, to start over and do all the things that really matter to you. If you make a double bogey on the sixth hole, there's no sense ruining over that. That sixth is in your scorecard. You just got to make sure that you don't make the mistakes and you try to do the right things so that you score more pars or more birdies on the back. You know, to extend the metaphor, I'm not a huge golfer, but usually at the turn I have a beer and something to eat and I fall apart. So I'm not necessarily (laughs) optimistic about the next few decades in my life. But what, you know, I I think it's a great topic and in a world that's really saturated with podcasts, there aren't a lot of niches, right? And I think this is something that will re- really resonate people because whether you're married or divorced or widow or not, like whatever it is, like this, we're all, if you're at this age, you're facing, you know, the second half of your adult life. Yeah, you know, and, and the origin of it, Shaq, is that my co-host, uh, Dennis Williams and I, we've been friends for over 30 years. And we were both going through kind of the same things at the same time. We were both having divorced after having been married for uh, almost 20 years each. We both had uh, a pair of uh, daughters. Uh, we both had transitioned out of a career in sports casting. And so there are those moments when you're in that where it's pretty dark. I mean, divorce is a really difficult thing to go to. A career shift, especially if it's not one that's made by choice, it can be a really difficult thing to go through. Right. And kind of what got us through it was, our, our camaraderie through that, the talks that we had with each other and with some other friends. 
And <clears throat> during the pandemic, we were having these conversations and we decided this might make for, for an interesting podcast. And it, it took us a couple of years to exactly find the, the right voice to be able to do that. But part of the information of it is that we see friends who have moved through difficult things into the next phase and others who are still stuck. And the whole point of the podcast is to allow you a peek into these conversations. Uh, we bring in a guest every week. Uh, some of these some of these conversations are really light and and upbeat, and some we get a little bit more serious and, and we talk through some some more difficult things. Yeah. And the whole point of it is that the camaraderie, the friendship, is kind of what what gets you through because it's real easy in those dark moments to feel kind of alone. And the truth is, we've all been through those moments. And it, and and the times when we're together and helping each other through those conversations and through those difficult times are what makes a difference and what helps us become uh, successful in that transition. Yeah. We're talking with Josh Mora, uh, who is the co-host of the Back Nine podcast here on Brian and Company. So, you know, the first one was sort of on divorced and single dating. And, it, you know, it's yeah. interesting because I have one one friend on one of my text threads who's single, never married. And, you know, he'll share a lot of sort of his exploits. And basically, it just seems like you posture, you posture. And you try to have sex, and it's not always honest. And then, and then, so like for for the guys who are married, they're like, "Oh my gosh, you're having so much sex. That's amazing." Right. And then on the flip side, and you analyze it, it feels like a kind of a lonely existence. And so, you know, it's the like with I think with men of this age, there's a lot of grass is always greener. And I don't know how daunting is it or was it to to go into the world in your 40s and 50s and and be single again. Well, there's that balance, right? I mean, I think you've, you've hit the nail right on the head. There's times when it's really exciting and you get to know, uh, you get to know yourself a lot. And there's times where it can be daunting and you're thinking, am I ever going to have that deep connection that I had with, you know, uh, with my wife when we were first in love and first, you know, married, you know, and I, I have been in, in the time that I've been divorced uh, almost seven years now, I've, I've had a couple of long-term relationships. I've had other times when uh, I've been, you know, single and dating and they're both fun. In, in, in different ways. And I think the, the, the obligation that we have to each other is go out there and try to experience some things that are different, right? One of the great things about being, when you're single, about being single is you get to meet all different kinds of people that might not have otherwise been in that profile of people that you want to have a long-term relationship with. Uh, but you get to discover things, you get to discover where your boundaries are, the things you absolutely cannot tolerate. And you also get to discover some new things that you might not have had your eyes opened up to in terms of, you know, experiences or the things that you enjoy about, about different kinds of connection. Would, would, um, you, would, you, get, would you get married again? Because like, part of me is like, why, why, why would you do that? Like, that's sort of, I don't understand. Because, you know, yeah. the, your guest in the first episode got, got remarried. And I'm like, well, what, you know, based on all the stuff we see and hear about, like, and why marriages fail, like, why do it again? It's, I think that's a really personal question, not one I'm offended by, but I mean, I think it, what I mean by that is it really matters who's answering that question. You know, for our guest in the first episode, for my co-host, you know, getting married is, is something that's a value to them. For me, it's about the relationship. I think for if I don't, I don't practically see the reason, you know, a, a partner and I will have had our kids at this point, um, you know, we'll have uh, built families previously. Um, Maybe if it makes some sense, you know, financially to do it, if it's really important to my uh, to my partner, I, I would. If, if there's something about sharing the last name that's really important, I could I could absolutely see that. But for me, I'm kind of ambivalent about it. Yeah. To me, what matters most, and that's just me, it matters more to be in a great relationship, attending to and caring for that person every day and enjoying every day today and not so much worrying about 
what happened in the past or what's going to happen in the future. Can we commit to each other today? Are we happy together today? That's what matters. You know, listen, it's great. It's a great sort of set of topics. Uh, people can get it. I just go through my podcast app on my phone. Mm-hmm. Again, it's the Back Nine podcast. He's Josh Mora, and uh, he's a, he's just a great old friend. Back in the days of sitting on that little that little upcropping above the locker rooms <laughs> at Amherst College. Uh, congratulations on, on the Thanks. podcast, and and I'll be. When does the second episode drop? So we're gonna, we drop every Tuesday. Uh, the format is that uh, my co-host Dennis and I chat for a minute or two. We bring in our guest. Uh, and then we and then we wrap it up. And again, there's an intro that, as you say, it's the halfway point. It's making the turn. There will be nine episodes in each season, uh, and then we will do a 19th poll where we're kind of summarizing what this season is. So again, it's it's the back nine, the number nine. So back number and then the number nine, and it's on Spotify and Apple and anywhere else you get your podcast. Yeah, I love it, uh, Josh. We'll talk Thanks, again brother. soon. I hope, buddy. Great to hear from you. All right, look forward to that. All Thanks, right. Jack. Josh Moore, the Back Nine Podcast.